When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. On SEN, The Picks, with David King and Sam Edmund. Footy preview with a twist, thanks to Bluebet, but gamble responsibly. It's the B team again this week. David King's having a manicure, I'm told, and Sam Edmund, no <laughs> doubt, uh, will earn sleep after doing breakfast this week. So you got me and Nick Dalsato, but it's going to be a big night here at Marble Stadium as we wind our way towards the bounce of the ball for the Suns and Tigers. Let's hope a big Richmond crowd gets along to Marble Stadium. They know where it is, hopefully. And that's coming away at 7 o'clock on AFL Nation. Uh, the People's Multi is back again this week. We didn't get the result last week, uh, but it wasn't my fault because I took Essendon at the point. So don't blame me. You can blame my co-host shortly. You can text in now if you like. This is how it works. You text in 0433981116. with your name, the local sporting club you are affiliated with, and the team you're barracking or you're backing this week at the Blue Bet line. So it's at the line, so at the points. And we'll select one lucky texter to include their leg in our multi for a $100 bet with Blue Bet. And if it wins, your local sporting club wins the proceeds. It's all thanks to Blue Bet. But gamble responsibly. Let's uh, welcome in to the broadcast box here at Marvel, the 322 game. Superstar, just correct me if I'm wrong, but did you finish second and third in a Brownlow? I did, yeah. Okay, who beat you when you were second? Was it Dane Swan? Uh, Dane Swan beat me in 2011. Okay. By, I think a really comfortable margin. It wasn't close. But you were one best on ground vote away from winning it when Ben Cousins won yeah, it. Yeah, correct. Ben Cousins, 05. So it's Ben Cousins, Daniel Kerr, and myself. Okay. And I can't remember the exact numbers, but it must have been, yep. a, you said it was one. Yep. Best on. So maybe a couple above me, it must have been. Yeah, I think you were two votes away yeah, from You only need like, a second best on ground. Do you know the game that you stuffed it up? Um, probably the 20 that I didn't get a vote in. <laughs> it was very low oh score my goodness. in that particular year. But, um, <laughs> yeah, a little walk down memory well, lane. It's great to have Nick Sando with us. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that on a Thursday night as we sit here at Marvel yeah. Stadium. And, and just going back to last week, um, Dwayne, I, I think I was responsible. Now, I can't remember if I was the only one that got the mm. tip wrong to ruin our multi. So if I was, I apologise. But my tip, which I thought was an absolute certainty, was the Hawks to get rolled by the Giants at the MCG. Now, mm. clearly I was wrong. The Hawks were superb. But after the Giants, I must say, after about 15 minutes, I thought I was a genius, that I was you know, reading into the future and I knew exactly how it was going to play out. And boy, was I wrong. But um, that was a really good game by the Hawks. Well done to them. We'll also reward our best texter with a slab of one classic lager, a beer you can count on. That's available at Dan Murphy's and BWS. We'll give that away a little bit later in the show. But great to have your company. Thanks to Bluebet. Uh, but gamble responsibly. Okay, uh, let's have a chat about, uh, well, some of the weekend's
events or the week's events, where would you like to start? What's tickled your fancy so far this week out well, of the all fix- the talking well, points? Well, the fixtures tickled yep. my fancy and the difficulty. And we are and we all are critical. And this is everybody from in the media to football clubs to just the general public have something against the AFL. You know, it's always an us against them mentality, which I don't always think is fair. I think there is the odd occasion where they need to put their hand up and take a little bit more responsibility or at least communicate better with the people. So you think Carlton fans today should be as happy with the AFL as they've ever been? Yeah, Carlton should be. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But what I was going to say on the back of that, Dwayne, I do not envy anybody that is in a position of power at the big house next Mm. door that is making the amount of phone calls. I just hope they're on a payment plan because... If they've got, if they're paying per phone call or per text, <laughs> that that bill's going to run up and they're going to make a significant loss to the AFL. But you know, just the difficulty and the way that it filters through and the dominoes that must fall off the back of one particular decision or a yes or no by a government or the AFLPA, which I've heard about today, that have said no because of a five-day break and it was in the CBA. So the difficulty around that and how it's affecting everybody. But in some way, Dwayne, and we've said this in 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 the last 18 months, in so many examples, we just work it out and we just make it up as we go to a certain point and we just get on with it. So if it is Fremantle, for example, and that's a really good example, come Saturday night, is it ideal? Absolutely not. But the people that adjust to it the best are footballers. The the actual players themselves, Duane, are the ones that have had this their whole life. Now, this is obviously an extreme example, but their whole life they're set with challenges. Every single weekend... They're put on notice, they're put on show, and they're assessed by everybody, starting with their teammates, their coaches, then the supporters and the media. We'll throw ourselves yeah. in there as well. So th- they are the ones I'm least worried about, as I was last year. But by saying that, I completely understand if you're a free player or supporter, you feel a bit stiff. Just keep the show rolling. It must go on. So, if you haven't heard, there's a double header on at the MCG on Saturday. The early game is the Melbourne Giants game, which was scheduled to be there anyway. And then there'll be a Saturday night game after the crowd's cleared out. They'll clean the place for a couple of hours and then let the new crowd in, the Fremantle Carlton crowd, which uh, hopefully will be 25-odd thousand strong of uh, majority Carlton fans. It's going to be a big boost for Carlton. And right, so we've talked in the past about the little things can add up for a footy club. Just a little bit of a helping hand here for Carlton and David Teague might be what they need to keep this momentum of last week going. It's like a, a, a dinner reservation and the, the um, restaurant, they've got two sittings for dinner that night. Mm. That's what the MCG is doing for us come Saturday. You guys have to leave. Yep. We'll clean the place down. We'll wipe it. We'll make it COVID safe. And then let's bring in the, set in, the second sitting for the evening. It's a huge win. I mean, I was here last weekend when the Blues got that win over the Crows. Mind you, the Blues did have a loss a couple of weeks ago when they had a home game that was intended for um, here in Melbourne, moved to the SCG against the West Coast. So they got the rough end of it that time. So maybe a little bit of accidental karma. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, but by saying that, it's it's not much easier. I mean, Fremantle, I think, are playing... Well, they are. The the evidence in front of us says they're playing some solid football with a lot of growth in this young group coming through, led really well by a couple of their senior players. If anything, Dwayne, it depends how you look at it and how you feel individually. And it's hard to get an assessment of the whole club, but some individuals will still be feeling that pressure. And because they won last week, Mm. that pressure and the shackles aren't off at all. You know, all of a sudden you've got something that's worked in your favour. Now you're playing at your home ground, which you are expected to win again. Yep. So the pressure hasn't gone anywhere. And if I'm Fremantle, I'm putting all my emphasis and all of my effort into not only that first possession or that first moment you get to impact the game, but the first 15. 
because what we saw last week is once they got their tail up, particularly in the second quarter, this is the Blues, 21 inside 50s, they kick eight goals, four, they look like rock stars. They're off and running. Mm. But it takes them a while to get to that moment. They only won by 10 points yep. here at Marvel Stadium against uh, the Crows team. So in no way are they out of the woods just yet. It does look as if, with the numbers in Adelaide, there is still a chance the Adelaide-Brisbane game will be played at the Adelaide Oval on Saturday, that the Adelaide Crows and Brisbane will fly back to Adelaide for that game. So that's mm. still some good news for Adelaide. They haven't lost that home game yet, even though they're all 18 teams here in Melbourne at the moment. Hanging by a thread. Mm. And I, I apologise. I don't know the lady's name that has been the spokesperson for South Australia's um, health issues, but did she call... Um, the Brisbane Bullets today. Off Did the she? Bat. Is that correct? Am I? No, surely I reckon, not. I think there was another error because she was also the same lady and I apologise for not knowing her name or her title. Nicola Spurrier. Who was it, sorry? Nicola Spurrier. I'll back you in on that one. But I don't, that... I'm not, I shouldn't be naming her because I didn't hear her say the Brisbane. I believe she said it was the Brisbane Bullets and I this was the same that. lady that mentioned going back a couple of weeks yeah. ago about dodging not the touching, football yeah, because dodge, she's heard dodge, that it. duck, yep. dodge, dive. weave, <laughs> dive, whatever it is. Yeah, Great the five movie. Days, Great yep. movie. Um, Patches O'Hulham. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure if they're quite across the sport over yep. there. They're just prioritising yep. on health and safety first, which okay. I enjoy. I That's have okay. no problem with the game going ahead, but we do need certain protocols in place because my understanding is they're playing the Brisbane Bullets. <laughs> there you go. That's the one I was it's, talking about. I thought I heard that today. It's <laughs> becoming a bit of fun right now. I mean, if, if she's got a sense of humour, I hope she's taking it in the same vein that Maybe we're taking it. Maybe she's laughing at us. Maybe she's is, doing it on yeah, purpose. Exactly. And we're thinking we're getting her with one, and she's actually doubled back on us. Exactly. Maybe she's just saying, hey, I know who the Adelaide Crows are, but who's this Brisbane <laughs> yeah, team? Like Forget about them. That's brilliant. Uh, I like it. Um, Luke Beveridge spoke today. Adam Trelaw might be out for the rest of the year. Concerning. Yeah. Concerning. They've also got Josh Dunkley out. And I think it was round three uh, in camera against the Giants when he had that severe shoulder injury. So the depth of this midfield, and they've been playing brilliant football. This is to take nothing away from what the Dogs have done to this point. But we have been feeling like we're waiting for them to come back to add that extra depth. Um, it's concerning. Oh, there's no doubt about that. He was playing some electrifying football. He was doing more than just complementing what they already had. He was adding and creating headaches for the opposition was Adam Trelaw and that burst out of the midfield in particular and the run and the carry that he can create. So it's the syndesmosis issue and he's had a complication with it. So best case scenario, Duano, if he comes back towards the back end of the year, then, then you're concerned about the conditioning part of the game and then you're concerned about the, the inability to understand your teammates in the heat of a moment. And when you go from one club to another... It, it takes you a, a period of time to feel completely um, natural in that environment, particularly from a midfielder's point of view where at the Pies, for example, he wouldn't have to have thought where he was when Scott Penelbury got the ball or when Taylor Adams got the footy. He just knew where to be at the right time. And I've always felt it takes you a little bit of a, an adjustment period, which he was getting, and now it's probably gone back to nearly square one because it's one thing to train with the group. Yeah. But when you're playing against a, a full-blown opposition that are, you know, there to make body contact and are there to win the football as hard as anybody, I just always felt like that needs a little bit of time. So that's best-case scenario, that he gets back. And uh, Rory Sloan, by the way, is going to probably play this weekend against the Lions, or sorry, the Bullets as well. So that's good news <laughs> for Adelaide fans. Leroy as... Loggins better watch out this weekend. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Um, and uh, Jed Buers and Cooper Stevens have agreed to new contracts with the Cats as well, which is good news for the Cats. And, uh, boy, we're excited about tomorrow night's game that you and I will be doing as well. 
down at the Cattery. We'll talk about that very shortly. But Gold Coast and Richmond tonight, it's 8th and 16th on the 40 Winks ladder. 40 Winks extended stock take sale for up to 50% off store-wide. Must end Sunday. The line is currently 26 and a half points to Richmond at Bluebet. Gold Coast have Collins, Swallow and Burgess in. Graham Greenwood's out managed, which is interesting. Mm. And just Anderson's injured, and he never misses either. Um, so, uh, yeah, a couple of big outs there. Smith's out with uh, concussion as well. So have to make some big changes, the Gold Coast. And for Richmond in, Asprey, Ross, Naish, Collier Dawkins and Lynch. Massive ins there in many respects. And out Lambert, Bolter, Broad, Prestia, uh, Ryan and Mansell also are out. But those two have been omitted. Some big outs there, Dwayne. Yeah, you mentioned those those names coming in, particularly Asprey uh, and Lynch. But when you lose Lambert, Bolter, Broad and Prestia in particular, all mm. injured, that's substantial. So I think the Noah Bolter injury was the broken hand uh, down in Tasmania last uh, last week. They bring in they bring back the captain in Swallow. They're big inclusions. The other one is Collins. So, you know, his ability to almost just lock down a defender yep. and give support for the other fellow defenders that they don't always need to roll off because he's just so reliable as that key defence. 20, what did you say, the, the 26 and a half points? Yep. Oh, I'm still going with the Tigers. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I. I think they win that by, by more than five goals. Go Tigers. Yep. Go no, Tigers, think, well uh, said. Should be a good night tonight. Do you think we'll get a crowd at all or not? You know what? I, I've honestly got no idea, and I haven't asked anybody. Now, we are here extra early um, because we are doing the picks, but the, the traffic was, it's sort of hard to get a feel because it's, you know, 5 o'clock, 5.30 on a Thursday evening, so there is a lot of movement in the city on the edge of the city anyway. Mm. We know a month or so ago, Damien Harwick wasn't overly thrilled to travel the, what is it, three kilometres from yep. the MCG to yep. here. The roof is open, which looks absolutely spectacular. It will be fresh, and, and rightly so, but the, the skyline looks beautiful as we overlook the city. Um, but I still think, take that all into account, the substantial outs for the Tigers, I still think they win by more than 26.5 points. Well, there's plenty of room if you want to come along. <laughs> yeah. I know it's only 25,000 is the maximum, but as it stands right now, um, there's plenty of room. And it looks as if they've borrowed one of Port Adelaide's old tarps here. Is that one of Port's old tarps Where are you or looking? not? At I the top there see. by the Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can I've see got it. a tarp on a bank of seats. Oh, we're, not, we're not at that stage yet, No, are we? surely not, you wouldn't think. Um, so I'm taking Richmond as well to win by... Uh, more than that margin suggests. Uh, Slam Duncan McRae is about to join us from Bluebet. Bet same game multis with Bluebet. Download the apps today. Bart Gamble responsibly. One other little battle within the battle might be the Lynch-Collins mm. battle because they had uh, a little bit of uh, angst toward each other last time. They a met. little bit of history. A little bit of history. Now, you know, Tom Lynch comes back into the team, which is exciting. But when you lose that many, and I was just talking about that continuity, and you think of... You know, some of the best teams, including the Tigers, and their ability to have their best team for a substantial amount of peri uh, substantial period of time before finals. I know it's a long time ago, but you go back to the Sydney Swans, I believe it was 2005, when they didn't make a change, I think it was mm. the remaining seven or so weeks. So I'm a big believer in continuity with your playing group. Um, but you sort of feel like Tigers are the only exception to that rule in the competition because you are waiting for all these guys to come back and... If any team can flick the switch, and I'm not necessarily saying they can, but if any team can, it has to be them. So that's our game on AFL Nation tonight. Gold Coast and Richmond from Marvel Stadium. The roof is open and uh, there's plenty of space as it stands right now. Eighth versus 16th on the 40 Winks ladder. 40 Winks extended stock take sale for up to 50% off store-wide, but must end Sunday. 
Duncan McRae from Bluebet's been good enough to join us. Bet same game multis with Bluebet. Download the apps today, but gamble responsibly. Welcome to you, Duncan. Great to have you back. Yeah, good evening, Dwayne. Nick, hope everyone's well down there. Any changes for the betting for tonight's game? Yeah, well, it's been the biggest market mover of the week. The Suns, even the head-to-head with Bluebet, they're $4.20. The Tigers $1.23, but at the line, boys, went up 34.5 start for the Suns. That's now into 26.5. So a good move for the Suns at the 20, 34 into 26. A good move for the Suns at the line. And what about uh, the Carlton game? Now that it's been scheduled for the MCG, was there a big move in the market, uh, weight of money for Carlton there and a change in the betting? Yeah, no, it's a dollar ninety. take your pick, Dwayne. As are, there's, there's four games virtually a dollar ninety. take your pick this week. So Sydney, West Coast, the Magpies St Kilda and the Dogs in North Melbourne. So one of the most even rounds I've ever seen in head-to-head betting. So uh, should be an interesting and a couple of close ones. And your leg for the people's multi? What are you going with? Boys, I'm going uh, Geelong at the minus 25 and a half. I think they'll be still licking their wounds after getting belted last week. So expecting a big turnaround from the Cats for me. All right. So uh, amazing. The Cats to beat that line. Line currently 25 and a half to Geelong at Bluebet. Uh, Duncan, we'll uh, have a chat to you again next week. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks, lads. Have a great evening. Thank you. Duncan McRae from Bluebet. You can bet the same game multis with Bluebet. Download the apps today. But gamble responsibly. Building up to the Gold Coast v Richmond game live on AFL Nation tonight from 7pm. The leader of the coverage, Anthony Hudson, not far away. But more from Nick D'Arsano and I after the break as we continue with the picks. Great to have your company for the picks. We're live from Marvel Stadium tonight where our broadcast game on AFL Nation is the Gold Coast and Richmond. You can catch that on AFL Nation from 7pm. We're about to reward our best texter with a slab of one classic lager, a beer you can count on, available at Dan Murphy's and BWS. We'll give that away um, in uh, oh, 10 or 15 minutes' time. So keep your Fantastic. coming through. 0433 <laughs> 98 11 16 is the temper text number T-E-M-P-U-R by the way mattresses pillows betting products like no other so send through your text 0433 98 11 16 uh, GMHBA Stadium tomorrow night for Friday night footy the Bombers are going okay the Geelong Footy Club mm. tends to go okay five weeks out of six and then on <laughs> every sixth week they give us the game where we start to doubt them but uh Oh, I can write last week off and yeah. not take too much out of it. What are yeah. your thoughts? Well, we speak about a mulligan, and every club's entitled to a mulligan. I think the beauty about Geelong, and Geelong supporters will know this better than anybody, the gap between their best and the worst is so small that you always roughly know what you're going to be in for, and then you'll have that odd game that they just had a poor game last week, and they clearly got beaten. They got their mind taken off what was important about winning the footy or, or attacking the pony. They started going the man at times. So mm. I just think they just had one of those nights. And, and watching Chris Scott in the box, and I don't know if he would ever say this to the playing group, but it almost looked like in his expressions of just one of those nights, let's not worry about it, let's just get back to work on Monday and, and let's just keep this mm. train moving forward. Now, whether he, I don't think he can completely sweep it under the carpet, and I don't know if coaches ever do that. But I, I wouldn't be overly stressed. Like the the confidence and the reliability of this team for a period of time, it, it's almost without question. So, uh, you know, does, does that change their attitude? Does that refocus them to say, hey, we can't relax no matter who it is? You know, and clearly the Brisbane Lions are a good team, so you'd never expect it against them. But you know, they go down to a ground that they are exceptional about. And I must say, on a bit of a different note, Dwayne, I do enjoy when I read 
It might be in the paper. It might come out via champion data that Geelong have got a brilliant record against a certain team down at GMHBA Stadium. Mm. Now, they have a brilliant record against every club down at GMHBA Stadium, so it's almost irrelevant. It makes no difference at all who they play down there. They play the ground brilliantly. So what's their record against Essendon in the last 10 years? Well, Essendon they haven't, haven't been to GMHBA right. Stadium for so about a century. It. What's their... What's their oh, we got, record? Uh, hang on. Yeah, hang on. We've got a peanut in. in the back. Oh, sorry. He's number one. Geelong's number one supporter. Anthony Hudson's walked into the walked into the uh, the box, um, and he's just let us know that they played in the preseason. Yep. Um, now it's an interesting one because, uh, and this group of players haven't played down there yeah. either. I mean, it, that's the that's the other bottom line for us. And so you've got a lot of players that haven't played there. So this is going to be new. It's a real yes. home ground advantage. This is a, more of a home ground advantage than. When lots of out on the fools, cigar-shaped ground. It's yep. not fat enough to be it's able to kick it wide. It's a unique ground is what you're getting at, Duano. Yeah, it I is like a very it. unique ground, and I believe in that. And somehow the Cats have a lot of space when they've got the football, and then somehow on turnover the opposition have no space on the way back. But I expect them to win that game. So the margin is 25.5 points. Yep. What, what are you thinking on that? You, you still I think like Geelong the... will just get uh, the margin done, but I don't think Geelong will smash them. That's my thought. So is it smashing five goals? No, I think it's no. I think that's a credible. Okay. I think it's a an honourable loss. From, yeah, because Essendon could be in this game all night. You know, scores could be level at three quarter time, and all of a sudden Geelong get to the twenty five and a half point margin at the final siren. So it depends on how you lose. Um, so if if Essendon you know get beaten by the twenty five and a half points, um, you know it's an indication they've been in the game for the whole game. So I think it'll be a pretty good performance. But I don't, Geelong doesn't smash teams mm. from my memory at GMHBA Stadium all that often. They're not a smashing team. No, they're, they're not. They're, they're but this not a smashing team. But no, I think they'll, they'll just get that margin. Okay. They won't, I'm with you. It won't be a 10-goaler, I don't believe. But I think they'll just get over the 25-and-a-half number. Melbourne and the Giants, the first of the MCG double header. Your thoughts? Well... I thought the Giants were an absolute Monty last week and the, the, the missed opportunity for them to get into the eight. Now, whether mm. they stay there is a completely different question, but to get their toe inside the top eight and knock Richmond out for the first time in quite a while, I thought was going to be, um, you know, just change the dynamic for the remainder of the season and they just missed an opportunity against the Hawks last week. Um, what is it, 29 and a half points. The, the Giants, I mean, outside of last week, they've been really brave this year. Now, they had a shocking start to the year. I've been really bullish on them and you feel like you think that you know what they're capable of and then they just didn't do it week after week to start the year. Then they dig in and fight and claw their way back and then to do what they did last week was really disappointing. I, I think uh, I think the Giants, they won't lose by 30 points, the Giants. I'm going I'm, under. I'm actually with you on yeah. that. So yeah. we're both agreeing that because the Giants played there last week, mm-hmm. so they've got a bit of a feel out for the ground. They're probably going to play there next week. As well. The yep. Giants, now they might not. It might be at Marvel Stadium. But uh, there's a chance they might play there a couple of games in a row. So they might be here at Marvel because they've got the Gold Coast at home next week, the Giants. And there's a good chance they won't be allowed to play that back yes. at their venue, Giants Stadium. And even if they were allowed back, they might not be able to play it with crowds or who knows whether you can fly in and fly out of Sydney next week. Yep. But they also have the Swans the week after. That's correct. So they could. I mean, it'd be a nice showcase home game. game. It'd be a nice showcase game if the AFL put that on at the MCG on a Friday night, wouldn't yeah, it? Out of curiosity, and this is, maybe we'll have to live this at some stage, what sort of crowd do you think that would get? Well, South two, Melbourne, two, yeah, we've got, right, so the Swans would get a few. Yep. There's still a few old South Melbourne families that have stuck with it. Yep. Um, and would Brisbane get the same sort of numbers with the old Fitzroy? I think the Brisbane Lions would, mm. yeah. What, okay, what if it's two completely 
neutral teams. What sort of numbers would oh, you well, think would be a, a half decent? If it's Fremantle Gold Coast, you're not going to get a, a big number. But at the no. same, but if but if it's the Giants and the Gold Coast, which is the one that's coming up the week after, that's probably why you wouldn't play it at the MCG because if you say you got ten thousand, yes, well ten thousand at the MCG seems like a it's like it's empty. Yeah, that's yep. right. But ten thousand here at Marvel might be okay. Yep. So you might get ten thousand footy fans here. Now we don't know if crowds are going to be lifted to eighty five percent next week either here in Victoria, but you could do something with tickets mm. as well. You could, you know, almost allow any member from any other club to get a $10 ticket. So if you're a member of any other club, you can come along to the, the Suns game against the, the Giants I, at Marble Stadium. The reason I asked that question, I've got young children, in particular two boys that are six and four, and I actually just thought to myself, would I take them to a game that didn't involve St Kilda or North Melbourne, the teams that, you know, we follow at home, Yeah. and just to say, hey, this is a game of footy. We can sit here, you can stretch out. Let's do what we, you know, yeah. back in the day, let's have, you know, a can of Coke and a pie. Like... I don't know if I, I just wonder whether I would do that if it actually came down to it. Yeah, there's there's the nervous worry that they might actually attach themselves to the Giants and start barracking yeah, for yeah, them. Well, if not that's the case, they're not Kilda. doing it. If that's the case, they're not going. <laughs> Could be a worry. Uh, so the line there is currently 29.5, by the way, to Melbourne at Bluebet. That's the line as it stands right now. Adelaide and Brisbane, no market yet at Bluebet because the venue's not confirmed. We're presuming it's at the Adelaide Oval, but even if it's at the Adelaide Oval, um, would it be toss of the coin odds anyway? Um, Adelaide home game, Brisbane flying, or would Br- Brisbane be favourite? Brisbane, Brisbane favourite. Would be favourite. Yeah, Brisbane okay. has to be favourite, no matter where the game is in the world. I'm, yeah. I'm still tipping I'm just thinking Brisbane. If it's, it's just the what Adelaide the Oval, is, or Sloan's the is. playing, Crows looked okay last no week. No Lockie Neal. No Lockie Neal, yep. Um, I'm still tipping Brisbane. Okay, you're still tipping yeah, Brisbane. We'll wait for one. what the actual line is, but I'm still tipping Brisbane. Uh, and Eugene in Bayswater sent through a text uh, asking you, have the Cats has have the Cats reached their peak? And who's the best team in the comp at their peak? So well, all the teams are in September with a full list at mm, their peak. Who wins the flag? Well, this is something else I love in the common uh, terminology and lingo in the AFL world. At our very best, Dwayne, yep. we can beat anybody. Yep, okay, right. so let's assume that everybody is at their very best. So the first round of the finals, we've got, what, four draws? Yeah. Who's actually winning that game at their very best? Mm. Ooh, it might be Melbourne. Melbourne It might be best. Melbourne this year. It might be Melbourne because mm. I think Geelong play somewhere near their very best nearly every single week because they are so consistent but I think they have a ceiling. There's a few other clubs at their very best, I think, on that day that could roll the Cats. Yeah, and regardless of what happens, either Melbourne, if they're playing in the grand final, or Richmond, if they're playing in the grand final, the Dogs or Geelong are going to have that game at the MCG. So that's where the have? Brisbane Lions... Who would you have? At their very best... Oh, look, any, any, I tip, I tip the, right now I tip the Brisbane Lions against anybody at the Gabba in a prelim. Mm. If they get a home prelim, absolutely. But Brisbane Lions against oh, Geelong at the MCG, I'd still tip Geelong. Brisbane Lions against Melbourne... At the MCG, I'll maybe tip Melbourne. Yeah. Do you know what excites me about that conversation? What? We get to live this in a couple of months' time. We do. What you're just talking about and the umming and the ahhing, and at their very best, we get to actually see how that all plays out in a couple of months' time. Stick around after the break. We'll reward our best texter with a slab of one classic lager, a beer you can count on, available at Dan Murphy's and BWS. We'll give that away after the break, so stick around for that. We've got a couple of other games to go through as well as we build up to tonight's clash here at Marvel Stadium between the Suns and the Tigers live from Marvel on AFL Nation from 7. Uh, it's the Picks. Great to have your company. Great to have your company on the Picks. We're live from Marvel Stadium tonight. Big game tonight between the Suns and the Tigers. You'll get that on AFL Nation from 7pm. And if you're heading to the game tonight, a quick reminder, you can now listen to the SEN Stadium call. 
can download the SEN app and listen to play-by-play with no delay. Just huddo, wall-to-wall, ear-to-ear, bring you the gold. That is brilliant. I can't understand why you would sit here and not listen to the call of the game. Have you, how, what was the last time or the last time that you sat in a crowd and just watched a game with no audio? No, I, I, actually, I sometimes watch a game at home with no audio. I watched the game the you other week. You call it yourself? No, no. Well, I had I Lana Del Rey. I think you would do that. You would I had the there. best of Lana Del Rey <laughs> because I, I just wanted to get my own assessment of the game. It was a, it was a dud game. I, it was a game that wasn't that good, but mm. I had the team that was playing in it the next week. So I had to watch the game. Plus, I do the show, so I've got to yep. watch every game. But I, I got to the third quarter of the game and I thought, oh, I'm sort of... I'd need to just spice this game up a little. So I put Lana Del Rey on the big speakers and watched the you. third term. And oh, right. it, it sparked up. It made my interest in the third term a little better. Plus, you make your own assessments as to what's going on. Well, I sat in, in the stadium. It was a couple of years ago when we were allowed to come to games. And I think it was the Saints and the Tigers, one of the only games I've been to live mm. just as a spectator in a long, long time. And what I found was it was really difficult to assess who was playing really well because you <laughs> miss the detail. Yeah, you miss yeah. hearing their yep. names. I think it was Marlon Pickett in that game that absolutely dominated and walked away with five goals. And I got home, I was like, I didn't even see him today. You've got to write down your record. You've got to get your footy record and mark the goals Eddie Maguire style. I I haven't done that for quite a while. No. Not since I was a kid. No, that's a good point. Um, Great to have you company wherever you're listening. Keep your texts coming through as well on the Tampa text machine, 0433-981116. And uh, we'll bring up the best texter very, very shortly. From Adelaide Carlton, MCG, um, there's been a some additions to the ins and outs, so we'll bring you those. Nat Fife obviously in. He was a late withdrawal last week, so Nat Fife back in for Fremantle. Uh, Mitch Croden, the Medi sub, he was out, and Taverner hurt the calf last week, so he's out as well. And for Carlton, Williamson and Casbolt are in, so Levi back. Zach Williams out with a suspension, and uh, Mark Murphy with that calf, and Sam Doherty, who injured himself in the scuffle. Incredible behaviour. Incredible. So I was boundary side for that game right. on Sunday and you know, it was 15, 20 metres away. There was a mm. fair bit going on. That wasn't the only bit of niggle yep. throughout the game. There was a lot of um, things happening that probably weren't caught on camera a great deal. But to, to think that you're there to stick up for your teammates yep. and you walk away with the injury. I saw him getting his ankle strapped yep. on, on the bench. I think it was three-quarter time. And I just thought it was a re-strapping. That's not completely unusual. But then to be able to... You're out so missing a game. you having fine as well. So there you well, go. now it's costing you to play football. Yep. And that's never brilliant. Hutto here yet? To ask him on, if he's listening. Hutto, if you're on the way in and you're in the car, can you drop into the 7-Eleven on your way in and get two eggs? And I want to see him hold one egg with one hand on the grass side and one egg with the other hand and on the AstroTurf side. And I want to see if one bit is harder than the other. Do you think that the, the egg could crack on the AstroTurf? Or Are you suggesting it, this off the back of the Zach Williams Well, I'm just curious. To, we think that it might be harder. Has the to AstroTurf. be. Of course it is. Why? Why, why does AstroTurf have well, to be why harder? Why does it have to be harder than the grass? It doesn't have to be, but well, I... Maybe well, it's not. We just think actually, it is. Well, I'll give you an we, example. Because I'll, we presume, well, we know there's concrete under it somewhere, but there's concrete under the grass too. There is, but I can tell you this, that when you come off the ground and you walk along the boundary line, yep. your, your boot studs don't go into the AstroTurf. That doesn't mean the, it's harder. I mean, you've seen that playground rubber where you walk on it. 
Dreadful stuff. Dreadful stuff. Dreadful stuff. stuff. It's occupational health and safety. I want to. Can Hutto get a Are couple of Are you suggesting eggs? that it's the same, though? No, I don't. I'm suggesting it might be the same. So, if we do the yeah, egg test, we that. might know. We might know definitively. Do we need the key, if like, to Hutto start a test? Does, well, the key's not going to tell us much because I'm sure you can't get the key through the AstroTurf, can you? <laughs> we need something. Um, we need something. Yeah. So, no line with Blue Bet for that game, by the way. Fremantle and Carlton. Uh, and uh, I might have to go down to the 7 Eleven and get some eggs myself. Who are you just tipping in that game? Let's say all things are equal. Who are you tipping out of? Uh, um, Fremantle and Carlton, MCG Saturday Carlton. night. Yeah, Carlton to get the job done and keep it rolling. And Teague, um to keep it rolling as well. Uh, the mm. Teague train, up and running. Oh, it's back, is yeah, it? Get back on, on now. the tracks. Get on now because okay. they might leave you at the station again <laughs> if you've jumped off. You've got a chance to get back on now. Um, Hawthorne, Port Adelaide. Line currently 19 and a half to Port Adelaide at Bluebet. Hawthorne have Nash and uh, Greaves in. Out, Granger Barras with that concussion. Will Day's out injured, which is a bit of a loss. He's been in good form. He looks like he's got a huge future. And Chad Wingard out against his old team with the hamstring. And Port Adelaide, Bonner is in. Williams has been omitted. And Frederick's been omitted for Port Adelaide. Obviously, um, it's Sean Burgoyne's 400th. So Hawthorne are going to try and do it for Sean. But he's just as big a legend at Port Adelaide. Yeah, I spoke to Kane Corns this morning on this station and... Um he asked for a memory, and I've watched a lot of the footy shows last night, and Sean was rightly on it, and is as humble as they come for a man that's achieved what he has in his career. And Kane asked me this morning about, do you have a memory? Now, a lot of my great memories are him of, of playing in finals, you know, mm. which I wasn't a part of or played against him, but just his, un, his ability to understand moments. But from an opposition point of view, Duano, my best memories was when he was at Port Adelaide. He was playing on ball because he did start in, in the back line. Mm-hmm. He was playing on ball as a midfielder. And the connection that he had with Brendan Laid in the ruck, particularly around the ground with stoppages. Yep. And, and what we speak about as midfielders is, you know, spending time, you know, on the ball or around the ball. I mean, you don't sprint through a stoppage because the, the actual margin for error is so high. Yet his connection with Brendan Laid was just a thing of beauty. And we knew they were going to do it when we do our preparation and get ready for that game. We couldn't stop him. And you'd walk off the ground and they were just poetry in motion. They just had this innate ability to know where each other was, or particularly Brendan Laid for Sean Burgoyne. And then before you know it, Silks burst through the pack and, and they're into the four liner. He's kicking goals. It was just unstoppable at times. And that's what I loved about him. And uh, he's up there with the very best all time now. The 400 games sits beautifully alongside his name. Hawthorne, Port, who are you picking? Nine, ten and a half points, the blue bet line. I think Port win by more than that. I'll, I'll take uh, Port over that. So okay. 20 points or more. So no line. It's uh, toss of the coin, Sydney West Coast. That game's at GMHBA Stadium. So it's Sydney with Wicks, O'Riordan, Sinclair and McLean into their squad. So they don't have to name their 23 yet. Out Brand, he's been omitted. West Coast have Jones, Langdon, Vardy, Witherden and Foley into their squad. Out Nelson, who was the sub last week. And Liam Ryan, who is a huge loss mm. having flying Ryan out. He's out suspended. Uh, I'm going with Sydney down there on that smaller ground. Um, I think it suits them better. I don't have the actual facts in front of me, but I feel like they've got a better record at that ground over Geelong than what West Coast do.
Is that okay? Yeah, no, I like it. You like that? Would I'm you take to, Sydney? Well, I'm just trying to think of their records down there, but they don't have a record against each other. So can they actually have a record? Well, that's down why there? I just went with the ground against yeah, Geelong. I'm that's just, right. I don't know if they've ever played each other. No, down I don't think they have, and certainly this group of players haven't. So <laughs> does the record actually count? Well, I'm going does to the say it counts count? for something. Well, no, but if you're playing against Geelong at GMHBA Stadium, this is my point. Yes. You're playing against a team who knows how to play it. I accept that. When you're playing against a team who doesn't know how to play it, then does that matter? Okay. Does the record? Did your record there only matter? When you're playing against Geelong there. You, you're calling me out. I'm clutching yeah. at straws, Dwayne. So have you I, had Sydney... I admit this. Well, I've got nothing else right. to go on except for their record when they've clearly played against the Cats. If Sydney and the West Coast were playing at Gosh's Paddock tomorrow. Well, Gosh's Paddock's yeah. a different kettle of fish, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I've still got Sydney. You've still Gosh's. got Sydney at Gosh's, <laughs> Gosh's Paddock. Is that, the next question is, is there any ground outside of Optus Stadium that you'd take West Coast over Sydney in Australia? Well, there's a few. I'll take West Coast over Sydney anyway. You're taking West Coast I down am. there? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm backing. I'm, I'm picking. You reckon they can bounce it. back from last week? Yeah. So there's probably a lot of grounds. Okay. Not I, including I the SCG. I thought you were my team. Then I thought you were going with the Swans. No, no. I'm going for the West Coast okay. Eagles. No we'll line yet. Out. At Bluebet. Um, we're going to take a break. Collingwood St Kilda after the break. Western Bulldogs and North Melbourne also to have a chat about after the break. We'll announce who has uh, the slab of beer, which is going to be fantastic. Brett Wilson from Queer Up Demons is backing the Brisbane Lions in the People's Multi. So. That's the People's Multi winner, Brett Wilson from the Cooey Rup Demons. Do you know much about the Cooey Rup Demons? No, not this season. Okay. Uh, Hawthorne, Port Adelaide, the line currently 19.5 to Port Adelaide at Bluebet. There's a suggestion that that is your selection in the multi, but I think you've got another one in mind, haven't you? Um, I've got a few. All right. Do you, I, want to, I, let, let, do you want to go with it now? I'll take Richmond at the line tonight. So I think Richmond might go close to doubling the line tonight. So I'll take Richmond. Can I take the Giants? Yeah. I want the Giants. Over the uh, under the D, so the okay. line was. You have to remind me what the exact line was. I think it was twenty nine and a half. Yep. I think okay. it was. I think the Gi- the Giants will lose by less than that or win. All right, okay. Collingwood St Kilda currently the line is two and a half points to Collingwood at Bluebeck. Collingwood have Dugowie, Lynch, McRae, and Rusco in out McCreary and last week's sub um, Callum Brown has been uh, replaced by McCreary. St Kilda Billings Hunter. Kent and Loney in out Caulfield. Your thoughts on this one? Uh, two and a half the line. Now, we're going to find out a lot about the Saints. Now, was that just a flash in the pan last week and it was just one of those nights where everything went right for the Saints against the Tigers? That's my biggest question that I want to know the answer to off the back of this game. Two and a half the line. I'm going with the Saints. I think they win that. And the Dogs in North Melbourne. Line currently 50 and a half to the Bulldogs at oh, Bluebet in. Young Shacky Lipinski's back. Sweet is also in. Out Gardner and into North Melbourne squad. Um, Scott Polex back. Hayden Ford gets his first game and apparently he goes okay. Is a bit of a live wire. Campbell also in. Um, out Vicente Valagi and uh, Young. Lockie Young. Uh, well, the line's fifth. Jeez, it's yeah, it's a big line. I'm still taking the line. I, I think the, the dogs get that done. Come back home. What they did last week to the Eagles. I think it was 55 points from memory. Um, gee, they can't, you can't ask much more from the dogs this year. Both teams out there warming up here at Marvel Stadium. The Suns are on the deck at Marvel and the Tigers are on the deck at Marvel. We're working our way to AFL Nation's call of the big one tonight. Stick around. More on the picks next. And we're building up to tonight's clash between the Suns and the Tigers live from Marvel Stadium. Great to have you with us. That's a 7 o'clock start on AFL Nation. The game to start after Anthony Hudson puts a little polish on the pregame. We're with you for another few minutes. Nick Dalsanto and I am with thanks to one classic lager, a beer you can count on. Who is the one team you can count on this week, Dal, do you think? Thanks to one classic lager. Oh, the one team you can count on this week, I think, are the Dogs. 
Dogs are going okay, aren't I think they? The dogs are going very and you, you nicely. You didn't pick them as your team that if everybody was playing their best footy would win the flag. Um, I'm a bit conflicted, and it does sound like you're sitting on the fence, but I think you can legitimately put an argument forward for mm. four or five teams, and if you present it well enough, I think the person you're telling should yep. probably agree with you. And I mean, even the dogs last week, and I've maybe I've been a little bit blinded by the Eagles, but I, but I thought with those inclusions last week that the Eagles would, would get the job done, not lose by 55 points. You know, So you put that all together, particularly off the back. And the other bit to add to that, Dwayne, and the reason that you know, I'm adding more and more respect, not that I didn't have a lot for the dogs as well, but they were put out You know, last week. We go back to this time last or two weeks ago that they were meant to be going to Sydney, including families, and just having a moment to take a breath before you know, they launch into this you know, last part of the campaign. Then all of a sudden they're having seven-odd days in um, a quarantine or, or lockdown just out of Perth. I thought, well, that won't do them any favours. You know, they'll be bottled up and won't be able to have the freedom to, to play this game. And then they roll out Marcus Bontempelli. Oh, I'm not sure the exact... Um, numbers at the moment, but if he's not favourite for the Brownlow, I'll go he. You know, he's playing career-best football, as is a lot of other guys at that footy club. So it's hard to go past them at the moment until they're sort of in that position. Until you let they let you down, you've sort of got to keep backing them in. You know, I think that's that's only fair. And Luke Beveridge would be, you know, comfortable with where they currently sit. Up to you to come up with a winner as well to uh, give out the slab of one classic lager for the best texter so far on the program. 0433981116. A beer can count on available at Dan Murphy's and BWS. Um, before we hand over to Anthony Hudson and then rejoin him, um, <laughs> we I need to find out from you, do you think the eight is set? Is there a chance that if the Saints oh. beat Collingwood and then the week after get lucky and have that game that's scheduled for the Gabba against the Lions, is there a team outside the eight that could get a run going, not to make the eight, but at least make the last half of the season Who's going to shape the eight I, most I, I out of those teams? I don't think it's the Saints. And, you know, a lot of people have spoken about their percentage, but they're roughly 18 to 20% behind mm-hmm. where they need to be on those teams that they're trying to trying to catch at the moment. It's crazy to think that they are still in contention off the back of some of the losses that they've had in the last month. That is absolutely crazy. Great win last week, though. Great win last week. But I want to know whether well, that was big... more about Richmond yep. that just had an absolute stinker yep. or the Saints have actually found their mojo and found what really works for them. I still think, I know Freo currently sitting ninth, but I still think it's the Giants and the Bombers that, that are the best two teams outside of the eight at the moment that can really shape it. Giants missed a huge opportunity last week against So the is Hawks. that the game that can really change things this weekend then if the Giants beat Melbourne? Does that change That's a lot? Huge. It changes it That's huge. for a lot of teams uh, that are you know hovering just below Melbourne for a chance to maybe snatch a top mm. two spot, even though Melbourne looked like they've got that solidly wrapped up. That would be enormous. That would be enormous if they can roll the uh, ladder leaders as it currently stands. And, you know, would that mix it up also for the top four? You know, a lot of other clubs would be happy to see the T's get rolled um, as it currently stands by someone like the Giants. So our best texter, we've picked out Darren on the text who says Geelong hasn't reached their peak yet. Danger is still working his way back. Myers is back this week. And uh, Darren thinks Radigalia and Blitzars is a work in progress that could come right come September. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I agree with the danger part, absolutely. He's got a lot left in him. When, when I was referring to how much more do the Cats have to give, I'm almost going a little bit broader than in the last week or two. I think they play somewhere near, somewhere near their capacity most weeks. But I just think on if everybody was at their best mm-hmm. and you had a full squad to pick from, I just think there is teams that would beat the Cats on grand final day. 
Do you think there's a team that can win it from the bottom four of the eight? Do you think if you... Um, because we're going to get a week off before the finals. I'm, I'm not like everybody. I don't completely say no. There's a lot of people saying there is no way you can win it from outside the top four this year. I'm not, I'm not that sold on it just yet. I think we need to see who is in that bottom four. I think we need to see where, who's in the top four and therefore where those games will be played. If it works out, I think it is still possible. So congratulations, Darren. You've won a slab of one classic lager, a beer you can count on, available at Dan Murphy's and BWS. Got some good news for those who love this program, the picks. The A-team apparently back next week. David King and Sam Edmund are going to be with you. Round of applause from many people here in the studio, including our producers, who can't wait for the big guns to get back. But uh, thanks... To Nick Dalsano for joining me, at least as part of the B team. Stick around. AFL Nations coverage from Marvel Stadium of the Tigers v Suns coming away next. Go Tigers. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.